evening, everyone. I'll be reading installment 41. Because human beings wage war, there is no war that human beings cannot put an end to. With this strong conviction, Shinichi Yamamoto made his second visit to China. Premier Zhou Enlai, very eager to meet him, brushed aside his physician's objections and welcomed Shinichi at the hospital where he was undergoing treatment. Shinichi felt that his earnest wish for peace between China and the Soviet Union had definitely reached Premier Zhou. The Chinese leader was convinced that the world was moving toward friendship among all peoples. The 1970s saw a gradual reduction in international tensions, but when Soviet forces invaded Afghanistan in support of the pro-Soviet regime in 1979, Western nations harshly condemned it. In protest, many of them boycotted the 1980 Moscow Olympics. The nations allied with the Soviet Union then retaliated by boycotting the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics as a protest against the U.S. invasion of the small Caribbean nation of Grenada in 1983. It seemed as if time were moving backward and there was talk of a new Cold War. To overcome the standoff between the two sides, Shinichi continued his efforts to meet and talk with leading figures in the U.S. and Soviet Union, making a number of concrete proposals including selecting an appropriate place such as Switzerland for a meeting of their top leaders. Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev played a major role in bringing an end to the Cold War. In 1985, as General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, he implemented the new policies of glasnost, openness, and perestroika restructuring, leading his nation on a bold change of course from its strict communist system toward greater liberalization. Advocating a program of new thinking, Gorbachev sought improved relations with the nations of the West and proposed and carried out arms reductions. In November 1985, the door that had been closed for more than six years was opened, and talks between top U.S. and Soviet leaders were held in Geneva. When Shinichi heard this news, he felt that at last the time had come. His long-cherished wish had been indeed been realized. When both sides are serious about peace, it is possible for them to surmount their differences and reach accord, just as rivers flowing on different courses eventually merge into the ocean. Alright, now I'll share my thoughts. And actually there were many things that were going through my mind as I was reading this. And the first thought was that it's so amazing that how like our mentor had actually created so much so many causes for world peace like literally talking with leaders like all the leaders that we've been reading about in the past installments and talking one to one really showed me the power of one person to actually cause world peace to be realized and it seems as if though, you know, like we need to become like presidents of countries, but I mean, Daisaku Kira is a normal human being, you know, with no political, political leadership or position. And yet through his own Ichinen, through his own will, you know, which was really being fueled by his vow 
to his mentor. He was able to connect to people in great places, great positions of responsibility, and actually cause change to happen. And for me, it feels like when will I be able to get to this place where I can, you know, like influence people and cause world peace to happen? But I have to stop thinking like that. I have to be able to see the possibilities in my own environment that I can actually connect with people and I can actually make world peace happen. And now that we have the World Youth Journal meeting coming up this Sunday, it really feels, as Kaz shared in his post yesterday, like there's this sense of urgency that we are creating this history, of course, you know, with our mentor as like a very grand meeting, one of the last meetings that he'll be able to experience. But at the same time, it's these kind of meetings are actually a wonderful like opportunity for us to be able to like connect with people and to make causes for world peace by actually like connecting our friends and our family to this wonderful philosophy that we practice every day. And so, you know, toward this meeting, I've been trying to challenge having dialogue, you know, with either just people in my family or people in the organization or even friends who don't practice as Buddhism. And, you know, it's been such an interesting an interesting journey you know towards this this meeting and I really definitely don't want to miss this opportunity to connect someone to this Buddhism by you know by missing the chance to share or by missing the chance to to watch this meeting so let's really reach out to our friends and those people who you know need this encouragement right now especially in this time of the world as Daria mentioned in her her recording turbulent time and so tomorrow we have one more day and Sunday and so right into the last minute let's try to encourage as many people as we can to really connect you know through this meeting to connect with sensei and to this practice thank you so much for listening we'll see you tomorrow good night